at one point looking to the sky as he praised his handling of the economy as godlike. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. Somebody so I'm taking it. on China. I'm taking on China on trade. And you know what? We're winning. If you vote for a Democrat, you're very, very disloyal to Israel and to the Jewish people. I have been responsible for a lot of great things Somebody did this. for Israel. Uh, one of them was moving the embassy to Jerusalem, making Jerusalem the capital of Israel. Oh, I have an appetite for background checks. We're going to be doing background checks. We're working with Democrats. Somebody did we're working this. with Republicans. Uh, we already have very strong background checks, but we're going to be filling in some of the loopholes. We just talked about concepts. Wayne agrees things have to be done also. I thought that the prime minister's statement that it was absurd. Somebody that did was it. A, it was an absurd idea. It was nasty. I thought it was an inappropriate statement. All she had to do is say, no, we wouldn't be interested. Don't say what an absurd idea that is. Somebody did this. Because she's not talking to me. Somebody did this. Excuse me. She's not talking to me. She's talking to the United States of America. You don't talk to the United States that way, at least under me, under President Obama. Russia outsmarted President Obama. President Obama did that. I am the one that kept the families together. Somebody did this. Okay, you remember that, right? Just remember I said it. And now it gets even better. President Obama and others brought the families apart. But I'm the one that kept the families together. Let me just tell you, Somebody did very this. much I have the children on my mind. It bothers me very greatly. Somebody did this. Now, after all of that, the president joked to a group of American veterans today that he would like to give himself the Medal of Honor. Mr. No Trump, way. Who was not a military veteran and avoided service during the Vietnam War, says he was told by his staff that awarding himself the Medal of Honor would not be a good idea. He can't be chosen for that one. I can't believe this. You ever have just one of them days, one of those days, be it right now, coming up, it's like the universe is against you. It's plotted over the weekend to make sure that Monday you come back and step foot first thing in the fucking office, it all goes to shit, some way, shape, or form. But what about when you get to the office, or better yet said, the office building where you work at, in my case scenario at least? You don't even make it to your floor before you do step one foot where you actually work and regularly occupy. And it's all fucked up. Everybody's out to get you in some way, shape, or form. Anybody who gets in your direct path, at least. I had one of those. Just like that. Abruptly. Out of nowhere, just it's like it's out to get me. I wish I could sit back. And just say, if I may and if I could, well, well, I don't need your permission. This is the podcast. This is the show. This is the entity. This is the persona non grata. Who this? Me. W-H-O-D as in David. Dog. Dick. I-S-S. Who this? Me. By birthright, legally standing, and according to my FICO score, which is doing very good. Jorge. Or hey whore, whatever works for you, however you want to spin it and flip it. But for right now and for all purposes of the show here, something spectacular, I am who this. Who's hearing out? Space, dat, d, urbanized, d-a-t, intelligent, from the brain stems the flow. Spick, me, of course, as I know, I am, and I look, 
give or take, some people might agree to disagree. And I might look Chinese, allegedly. I might look Greek, allegedly. The sun's been out and torturing us in this so-called summer heat wave, which is on and off again like a light switch. I forgot who said that in a song, but it was a uh, on and on like a light switch. Oh, no, but that was Biggie. I forgot. But then he got sampled and it got slowed up and then they threw that into the hook or something like that. But it might have been the fuck. I don't remember the group. The point is, here I am. Something spectacular. That's right. Purposely misspelled to emphasize the I before the C after that PS or the SP. I'm dying. Something like that. Along those lines. Spectacular. You get the point because that's what I identify as. So yeah, something spectacular. Back. Doing the thing. Back at it. Only down. You've been served. What you getting served with? A sentence. An audio sentence. And I'm sentencing you to approximately 30 minutes or so of listening to this episode. Which you will thoroughly enjoy. And then you'll start begging for 35 minutes. And 40 and 45. And it gets longer and harder you know, harder hitting and from all angles and whichever way you like it from, front and back, side to side, all that. I don't mind doggy style. I don't mind doing doggy style. Pause, 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 pause. Hold on. I don't mind doing doggy style. I found it to be quite pleasurable and surprisingly pleasurable, actually, I mean to say. I heard something about it like a while ago, years ago. I might have read it or I might have heard it. Who knows? Um, That... Supposedly, if you want girls or if you prefer to have girls, as far as children are concerned, you're supposed to do doggy style more often because it helps the dick insert the vagina at a certain angle and complexity where the sperm, I think, travel faster and smoother to eventually bust through the egg and help... Uh, is it Y for girls and X for boys or vice versa? Whoever's out there to correct me, go ahead and do so. I don't know. But whichever one it is that most likely gives you the odds of having a girl or girls, doggy style helps with that. So it's out there. Now, I don't know. For the most part, right now, I'm doing it just to practice and for the sake of fun. Sex is fun. I, I guess, you know, we all know that or we've all come to that conclusion or some of you might have had a child by mistake or children by m- many mistakes repeatedly, of course. And then you got nothing better to do than just take them with you. Now, listen, this isn't going to be a platform for pro or against abortion. You do what you want in your free time as long as you do it without affecting no one else directly, of course. Do unto others as you would yourself. You don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. If you're good looking a female... Nice to look at. And I've at least thought of fucking you within the first five seconds of meeting you. Then, all right, you can, we can go ahead and manage that. Now, I'm just saying, listen, it's it's a matter of doggy style. It's preference, whatever you want to do or get down with. When that time of night or during the day, morning sex is great too, comes, you do how you want to do. You manage how you want to manage. But either way. That's all fun and games, but you know what ain't so fun, man? Listen, it doesn't matter if it's Monday, it doesn't matter if it's whatever day you're listening to this or whenever day I might be doing this as far as we're speaking. Some days, they just come and get you from out of nowhere. 
escalating tensions, I'd like to deem it as, per se, point being. Everything kind of leads into one thing, the next thing leads into the other. They all kind of pile on top of each other, like doggy style. At the very tip, the very peak of things, is when it all comes crashing down. And then you think you just can't take no more. You can't. You won't. You refuse. Next thing you know, you're punching holes into the, or not holes, you're punching dents into the bathroom stall door because you got no choice of how irritated you get. And it's not even 9.32 when your shift starts at 9.30, in my case at least, and you're already by 9.35, you got like bruised knuckles because you're so upset. Over not much, you might say, after you hear the recap of what went through and led to all this, okay, it might be different to you. You might see things as a different person, individual, perspective, and if you do, I commend you. Maybe you might be able to teach me a thing or two how to Usah. take it easy, which I try to do. I think I am, for the most part, pretty calm, and like I don't let things affect me that much. But when I get fucked with directly, as I did that morning of, and then that afternoon of, I can't help it. I'm only human. So, what's the point I'm trying to make here? What's the story I'm about to tell you? The the web I'm about to weave, per se. There's a couple of things before we lead into the whole thing, the whole spiel deal. Have you ever had to deal with dogs? And if you have, great. If you own one, even better. For the most part, dogs are pretty cool. I like dogs. I'm a dog person. Ask me when I was younger. Ask me a couple years back. And ask me before I dropped dead. I'll probably stay the same throughout my whole life, even though I've had encounters with dogs that weren't too pleasurable. I'm a dog guy. I had a dog 15 years. I loved him. He went on and passed away. You know, dogs get old. That happens, so it's all right. You need to get over it like I did, and it wasn't easy. There is such a thing as, I think, a poem called Rainbow Bridge, which actually paints quite a... Pretty little picture. It might make you weep. It most likely will make you weep and cry. But it's good to get over it. Tears kind of... The good kind of tears. Like the sorrowful but pleasurable memory of what was a pet that passed and joined the path over Rainbow Bridge. You know, you can go Google that all you want. But yeah, if you ever met a dog that kind of surprises you out of nowhere and then all of a sudden you expect one thing from one and the other from the other, but it's all vice versa. Point is, somebody I know got a dog recently. Dang, you know, I hate stereotypes. Well, you know, stereotypes are fun, it's good to laugh and whatever about, but there's always a stereotype, of course, of pit bulls. Now, at least all the pit bulls I've met in my life, and this is coming from a New Yorker, Queens, New York to be exact, most likely, you deal with a pit bull, it's not pleasant, it's quite scary and terrifying, etc., etc., but of all the pit bulls I've met and interacted with, nothing but big sweethearts, big babies, if anything. Very loving and daring, which is, you know, defies that stereotype, which is good, because they don't need a darker image painted upon them as they already do, as all pit bull owners probably know well. They got people walking around your pit bull or across the street when they see the pit bull within eyesight and 
you know, fear for their lives or whatever, which, okay, I get it. There's the horror stories, but also how's about the fact that I've met more pleasurable pit bulls in my life versus charming chihuahuas? Oh, I, I every chihuahua till now that I've met, I only met one that was kind of like approachable and wasn't like insane. Every other chihuahua I met before this one, I don't even remember when I went to, met this fucking piece of shit. Every other one was, you know, barking all over the place and just nibbling at you every fucking chance they got. An old lady or uh, the gay guy or whoever the fuck the owner was. Oh, you know, he doesn't mean that. He's just playing around. He's a little antsy. He's probably hungry or she's on a period. You know, forgive it. It's okay. She's a dog. What is she going to know? And then, well, grab a hold of the little furry or short hair rat as they are and, and uh, take control of the situation. As you should as a proper owner. Now listen, when my dog got out of hand, uh, my dog wasn't big. It was a miniature, miniature pincher. Not big, like eh, 10, 15 pounds at most. You know, thanks to my mother, he was a little fat meatball at some point in his life. And unfortunately, that might have contributed to his little heart issues or whatever. God bless him. But I'd be able to just snatch him up, give him one go, shut up! And then he'd get the point, stop barking, whatever. And then done deal there. I ran into one of these goddamn chihuahuas on my way to work. Motherfucking nibbling at my feet. I'm out of my business. I'm not one of these people out there, too, which is another fucking pet peeve I got now, which everybody's on their phone, neck downs, focus on the screen, not looking where they're walking. And now, on top of that, they got the nerve to do that on scooters, on bikes, with the AirPods and shit, not looking nowhere. That's besides the point, though. But then now, you got this goddamn little chihuahua out of nowhere. I'm out of my business. I'm like, I think I'm cleaning my glasses while I'm walking, and I'm not crossing the street. I'm not blocking anyone's immediate path. I'm just walking on the sidewalk on my way to work. Little fucking thing just comes out of nowhere because, of course, he's not on the fucking leash, or she's not on the fucking leash. I just so happen to fucking pass by the one house that, you know, no one believes in a fucking leash or a collar for this little mangy rat comes up on me and just grabs on the fucking heel of my all right they're beaters at this point if you're not a sneakerhead that means you know everyday pair of sneakers you wear that just eventually disintegrate after so much use nibble on the heel of my fucking yeezys blue tint if you want to get specific and just latched on and then i'm not paying attention because i'm listening to to something in, in the in the fucking headphones and he's grabbing on to me or, he or she or whatever. It's who knows these dogs too. They might identify something else that they're not. He's grabbing on and the fucking old lady has to come out. I was like, ah, oh, what are you doing to my dog? In, in Spanish, because they be ha puta de tu madre, whatever. I, I get all upset and shit. I got my bag. I'm fucking dressed for work. I'm just cleaning my glasses, mind my business, scratching my ass. Who the fuck knows? And then this dog comes out of nowhere just to interrupt my flow. No need for that. And, you know, this old bitch is just talking all kinds of crazy shit from a fucking yard, of course. But she's behind the fucking fence. So, of course, she, she wants to talk that shit and pop off and think I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to hit an old lady. I don't need that ticket. I don't need that summons or that court case. God forbid. You know, wrong set of eyes looks. They make it seem like I, I grabbed the chair and I smashed it over her head or something. And then I'm hauled off to jail. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to make a fucking living. Nine to five, mind you. With all the OT I do, goddammit, all the taxes that get taken from my paycheck every two weeks, I'm getting raped out here. I'm getting fingered by Uncle Sam. Deep, knuckle deep. And I didn't even say which finger. 
I ain't talking about the pinky. I'm talking about the index finger, middle finger, if anything. What's Which one's longer? Oh, yeah, the middle finger. I'm getting middle finger knuckle deep up in that ass. It's terrible. That's one thing. Okay. Check that off the fucking list. All right, you got that. And all of a sudden, goddamn, you know, the night before, I, I can't figure out what's wrong with this kitchen drain of mine. It's like a this kitchen drain, the sink, whatever the fuck you call it. I'm not a plumber. I'm not a maintenance guy. I hate doing that shit. If I know I have to, like, nail something together, glue something together for the purpose of putting furniture together, I don't mind. But if I got to fix it after it's already been put together and it's not my job to do it, I'm sure like other people would, I get annoyed. I have to do it. Okay, whatever. I got no choice. Or that or call the super, which, you know, he takes his sweet fucking time to get here. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I live in a building, by the way. So, yeah, the super is like, you know, quote unquote busy. Meanwhile, if I'm blowing up his spot of snitching, I don't give a fuck. He's got a full time job instead of actually being here in the building when he's fucking needed. But okay, I guess that explains a lot then. So then now my fucking kitchen sink drain keeps clogging up. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't cook that much. When I cook, it's ever so rarely. And I cook pretty good too. I should be doing it more often, I've been told. Or at least I'm being sold that lie. But point is, I don't drip any of the grease into the sink, which I know not to do. I've either rent out the room but prior with somebody who might have been doing that when I wasn't here. Knowing I wasn't here, they could do that so they can get away with it. Because I guess grease takes time to accumulate like that. So when it did, now all of a sudden I got the unpleasant surprise of having to deal with that goddamn sink that clogs. The water takes forever to fucking go down there. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm scratching my head because then I get the Drano. The Drano doesn't work. I get the name brand Drano because I was cheap at first. That doesn't work either. Or it worked ever so slightly, not enough. It didn't fix the fucking thing. So now I'm tr- I'm scratching my head and my ass to see what triggers my brain to work first. So I figure, okay, let me just at least try to finger it a little bit to help it out. There's some dried up grease or whatever the fuck's down there. So I do that. I start doing that. Okay, the hole's not that big. You know, it's got to get in like real snug. I don't get really past the fingernail to do so. But when I do, fucking my kitchen sink might as well be a whore this fucking drain is so dirty it's already got all that shit in its mind all it wants is like some some manual service i guess right elbow grease and all that well if i can get my elbow deep up in there maybe it'd be much more cooperative and it'd be much more of a steadier flow down for the sake of the water but yeah i'm at the point now i gotta finger this thing like a fucking clit like a dirty clit, like that kind of clit, you know, you might have been drunk at the lounge, you're with your boys, they're drinking, you're drinking, everybody's drinking, you're, you're close to blackout drunk, and then you start laying eyes on the one chick that's like kind of been looking at you, I'm not talking from personal experience, I've overheard, but, you know, you start fingering that clit eventually at some point at the night, it's like you're doing that just to kind of get a feel for the goods and all that. Next thing you know, you're either fucking you're not, and then you start regretting it too. It's like, I got to do this at a fucking drain to get it to work. What about me? Wh- wh- where's my pleasure out of all this shit, right? There's that. That's the night before, right? This, this is dirty whore fucking drain. 
I got here in the kitchen. I got to keep fingering until eventually I call the super and remind myself to do so because I got a bad memory. Then he'll come and hopefully fix it and actually do something besides, you know, cash a full-time check off the hours he does when he should be here to fucking build it. You got that fucking goddamn kitchen over here. Now, here's a really, per se, really got under my skin and made me regret being born because I, I let a lot of things slide and, and or just kind of roll off my back or just kind of flow through my fingers, as they say, or however the sayings go. There's better things to get upset about that might actually or directly affect your life, as I'm sure your life has gone a different route than mine. But, you know, some things I get real tense about, or there's some things that really irk me. But today is just like, today was just one of those, like, they, they just knew all the cue points, all the fucking possible ways to irk me in the shortest amount of time possible. They just checked off every box on that list, and they got me. They got me good. Because I don't mind human interaction with strangers, complete strangers. I'm in a building where I work at, where I live. I'm also in the building. I got to interact whether I like it or not. Most times, nine times out of fucking ten, I don't. I do not enjoy it. But they got to exist too. You know, I bump into a perfect stranger. My turn is some some good pussy. Who knows? But point is, so I'm walking to the building after this fucking thing with the dog. And then the night before with this stupid-ass drain in my house. Oh, that reminds me. That fat fucking exterminator hasn't passed by, like... At least a month. I'm good with roaches, rodents, none of that stuff here. But still, that fat bastard hasn't showed up. Okay, well, I'll address that with this lazy-ass landlord of mine. But I don't know. Is he is he really sleazy? I don't know. What do you think? Because if he's got a full-time job, well, meanwhile, his job is supposed to be being here for the most part, and he's not. I don't know. I, I can't really hate on a man for making a living. I get it, but... It's a good job. I won't say where or for who. He spilled those beans on me a while ago, and I was like, well, okay, you're reaping all kinds of benefits and some good-ass pay, and you're not even working that much. So, okay, I I can't really blame him, I guess, but still, fuck him. On my way to work after all that occurred, as I mentioned prior, god damn it, minding my business, I scan my badge, make it past the banister, when at the elevator lobby. As I get to the elevator lobby, I'm just standing there, minding my business. I'm just listening to whatever I'm listening to, but I'm still, I always do the one headphone in, headphone out, little earbuds, so I can pay attention to what goes on around me. God forbid somebody just wants to do something. I, I stay ready and alert, whatever. Even though it's the elevator lobby of like a city department building, whatever the fuck. Who knows? Shit could pop off at any point in time, right? These white folks, we got to get them under control. They're shooting up every fucking where. You spell the name wrong, and Starbucks, God forbid, is going fucking down. All over some caramel macchiato that you really didn't need that morning. Or, you know, since they're the right skin tone, I guess, they could just walk up into work all late and shit, couple of minutes, tens of minutes, 15 minutes late, whatever, and say, well, I needed my coffee. It's Monday, huh? So... In the lobby, I get in, it's it's empty, it's just me and this one other guy. All right, great, fantastic. So whichever one comes next, we just get on together, pause, 
right all the way up, pause, I get off my floor, he goes on with his life, and then finito. It's Monday, fuck off, get back to being an adult full time. That's the one thing you never clock in or clock out for because it's permanent, 24-7. Bills never stop coming in. Rent never stops being a pain in the ass, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so as we get on, pause. We get on together. I go to one floor. He goes to the other floor. He goes to a floor higher than mine. Fantastic. As we get on. I don't care for his existence. It doesn't matter to me. He presses floor button. He'll go off at his floor. I'll get off at mine. I get off before him. I'll never have to deal with him again, hopefully for the rest of my life. At this point, I really wish it was that way. But as I approach my floor, again, we're the only two individuals in that elevator, bank, whatever, cart, whatever you call it. I get to my floor, ding. As I like to do, which is becoming uncommon as well, too, Hence, escalating tensions. I like to pay attention to when that thing dings. I like to look at what floor it's dinging for. Not like every fucking cunt, every fucking idiot that's just looking at their phone. Again, neck bent, down, face on the screen, just blindly walking out, blindly walking around. Half the fucking time now, getting off the wrong floor. They realize... Full body outside the elevator cart. Oh, shit, this isn't my floor. And they got to waltz right back in with a backpack on that they never took off in the first place. Well, the fucking doors are halfway closed already. Stopping us, fucking up the cart for the elevators eventually because every other fucking day, shit is down there. Okay, maybe not every other day, but at least once a week, one of them is fucking down for the most of the day. So instead of five, there's four. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but then when there's enough people in the building like there are there, it matters. Okay, point in hand. Back to where we were. As I hear the thing, they get off. I take, I, I, I swear to you, I take one step towards the door before they open. I don't stand right at the door when they're about to open because who knows, somebody might just walk into me. It's a whole thing, whatever. I try to avoid that, so I stand off to the side. As it dings, and before it opens, I'm right there to the side, ready to make my little walk out the elevator. Finally, doors open. Okay, fantastic. I'm on my way to being a responsible adult. Clock in for the start of that fucking week. 40 hours, here we come. Yippee. Or 37.5 because of fucking, what is it supposed to be, like half hour lunch or whatever the fuck? I don't know. I, I still can't figure that out. Five years for the fucking same company, I can't figure that out still. But okay. I take one foot out the door. Of the elevator, onto the floor where I work every day, Monday through Friday. Step down. Like that. All right, not that aggressive, still like that. Emphasis, of course, I'm trying to make here. I don't get my right foot out of the fucking elevator, off the ground of the elevator cart. When this asshole, this fucking pussy, is already jamming the fuck out of the door close button to close the door. Now, it's not a new building. It's not a great building. So the elevators might cooperate. Most likely they don't. Shit could close right in my fucking heel of my foot. Is it the end of the world? No. But if it closes, 
It stops me from getting to work on time as I'm supposed to start my shift. It stops him from getting to his job, which he's already antsy for as he's fucking just standing there biting his fingers, fucking looking at every floor to make sure eventually he'll get to where he's got to go to. He's already jamming the fuck out of his button. I don't get my foot out. I'm not having it because I don't get all my body out of it. So I look around and I says, what the fuck are you doing? I haven't even gotten all my body out of the goddamn elevator and you're already jamming this shit. Why don't you come in earlier then and get a head start to the day that way, Jack? Or did I call him Jack or maybe I called him Jack. I don't know. I, I forgot what I ended that with, but I was like on a, on a very mini tirade just because I was so irritated by that because it's so rude and inconsistent. You know, wait until I step out, hit the door close button and then do your thing while out, whatever, jam it with your fucking dick if you need to. Knowing this guy probably had a needle dick. Pause. I don't need to know firsthand anyway. I, I haven't seen him since, so I don't need to see him again, hopefully, ever again in my life. He, obviously, he's got neuroses because he's jamming the fuck out of that button before I get all my fucking extremities out of there. So he's looking at me like he's the chilled one, and this fucking set me off. This is what got me so fucking mad because he acted like I'm the one out of control. Like, I got a problem with issues. And then he says to me, hey, man, have a blessed day, brother. I was like, you motherfucker. Oh, shit, that got me so, ugh. I had to step away from the mic for that one. I didn't want to blow your ears out. But just reliving it right now, I'm just seeing what happened, how it went down. This cocksucker, he got me. I took the L on that one. And, and I took that L. I took it right to my fucking desk. It was nicely packaged. I unpackaged it. Knowing it'd be an L, expecting hopefully it'd be something else different so it can brighten up my day, at least the start of it. And then, God damn it, it's a fucking huge L I had to eat. I got fucked with that L. And it just irked me. I, soon, I sat down. I clocked in. I said, you know what? What the fuck? And I just got up. I went to the bathroom, thank God the bathroom's right there, or unfortunately the bathroom is right outside the door of the office. I went right in, I tried the breathing techniques, <sighs> ah, it wasn't helping, so I just knocked the shit out of that stall door. Two times for fucking good measure, and I dented that motherfucker, and if somebody heard me, good thing they kept quiet, they minded their business, I just let loose. But... What happened to elevator etiquette is my point here. You don't jam the door closed button because as far as I know, and as elevator technicians who might be lazy fat fucks anyway, who just want to seem like they're experts at something, you know, trivial as an elevator is, say not to press the door closed button because it makes no difference. But people obsessed with it. When I was in the older building at the same job, there's one fat suited fuck cuck whatever you want to call him i prefer cuck because he definitely he's definitely getting cucked he's he's getting no ass and if he's getting ass from his own wife at home god bless him but you know she's doing it on the side he knows about it and he's got nothing to do but fucking settle for it at work in a suit being fat and stupid and a cuck if you didn't know what floor you're getting off of immediately because we shared it with like doctor's offices lawyers offices in all the other kind of offices that you might imagine in your mind until we got to our floor. And then he'd just start like, he would finger that button with no mercy. He'd fucking put his old fist on it at some point too. It was just 
abnormal. It bothered me to no end. And I'd give him the dirty looks too every time. And I knew he was a higher up executive of some sorts, some big fat fucking shot in the company, and I wouldn't care. I'd give him the fucking look and, hey, don't do it to my floor. Don't fucking act like you matter that much anywhere but here in your own fucking mind. And that sanctity of that little fucking den of yours inside there. Very open fucking space. A lot of fucking open land to take up and rent and lease or whatever. But point is, he knew not to fucking do that with me. I'd shoot him the fucking glare. But I really hope I don't run into this guy. I, I, I got his fucking face tattooed in my memory bank. And as poor as my memory is... I'm not going to forget that face, and if I see that face in the elevator again, which is going to be problematic for me, I don't know what I'm going to fucking do. Oof, but I got so fucking mad. No joke. I, and that wasn't the end of it for that day, at least. It, that was just that morning. Then there was the afternoon time pre-lunch. I'm minding my business. I go outside. I'm doing my thing. I forgot what I had to do. Oh, yeah, I think I had to go downstairs to get some... Uh, like a bottle of water or something from the little convenience stores in the lobby. Okay, great. I'm, I'm doing that in my, my business again. Escalating tensions. Elevate etiquette. What the fuck ever happened to that? What the fuck's wrong with that bird out there? Fucking bird. Well, the point is, yeah, so I'm there. We have another lobby on our floor, obviously, dedicated to the elevated banks, wherever you go to get on the carts or whatever. Okay, fantastic. I go there. It tends to be a safe den slash haven for the department of the company I work for, which we unfortunately have to share the floor with, since we're the only two departments in that building on that floor. Why they moved us over in the first place, I don't fucking know. We have to share it with these, I don't care, the pharmacy fucks. We have to share it with the pharmacy department in our company. I call them that because they're nothing but that. They're disgusting in the bathroom. And unfortunately, I've had to find out firsthand both male and female bathrooms. I thought the male bathroom was bad enough. You know, people, people, these aren't people, these are fuckheads. They're pissing on the floor. They're pissing on the fucking toilet seat all over the place. It's everything short of seeing shit on the floor. But if it's just us, there's no other person that has access to our floor. Why am I seeing toilets clogged up with mounds and mounds and mounds of fucking paper towels in it? No one there in either department on the entire floor can be any younger than 28, let's say. For the most part, 30-year-olds and up. Who the fuck is still doing that? But okay, that's the bathroom. And then the women's bathroom, oh shit, that's a horror story. Or I might have caught that one day when it was Taco Tuesday, and the maintenance lady was like, oh, can you go to the ladies' bathroom instead? And I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm cleaning this one, so can you just go there for now? I was like, okay, no problem. It's bathroom's a bathroom, whatever. Yeesh. That's another episode, another horror story. But Or better yet, Halloween. But... They they choose, these pharmacy assholes, to use the elevator lobby, talk all kinds of business, and fucking TMI on their phones, of course. I wish it was amongst each other. Then, you know, at least they'd have the common courtesy to, like, 
or one will be smart enough if the other one's too stupid to like put a muzzle on what they're talking about, be it about who they're like bad mouthing about at the company or one talking about the yeast infection, the other one's talking about stinky dick. I don't know what, but okay, it's common. Okay, no problem. They're on the headphones, the headset, whatever, talking to the phone. They they do that thing where people talking to the bottom half of the phone, but they look like they're eating the phone kind of thing. Whatever. I respect it. I don't mind. It's not my concern to, to fucking listen into your conversation. So as I'm going there to fucking get the elevator, of course, what else am I going to do there? But maybe like scratch my ass you know, away from my desk. This one bitch is right there, just standing there on the phone with a headset on, talking whatever kind of stuff about a credit card number in full, every single digit possible. I just so happen to fucking hear. She, she's giving all her info up, all the financials up and everything. She will not take a fucking eyes off me, but with this stank-ass look, this fucking, what are you doing here? I'm giving up all my info. This dirty fucking look, like I had nowhere else to fucking choose the elevator from. And we're on the fifth floor, so... I could walk down, but I tried that one time, and the front desk security schmuck was up my ass about it, too. Oh, that's a breach of security. We don't know who's going up and down those things. We tend to keep them locked. Someone's a f- inner workings. Uh, someone's planning an inside job on your floor because they left that door open. It's like, shut the fuck up. I'm just walking down because stupid elevator was taking like more than two minutes to even come up and take me where I needed to go, so I just took the stairs, and by chance, it was open, okay, sorry, bro, sorry, bro, whatever, you know, minimum wage asshole, whatever, working in fucking front of the building, but, and she's looking at me, she's fucking looking at me, keeps fucking looking at me, she won't get the fucking eyes off of me, and I hate to make it sound racist, but on top of that, I couldn't notice, because she's of Asian descent, I'm not gonna say specifically where, because that'd be guessing, and that'd be stereotyping, and all that, but her eyes are so tiny, they're fucking slits. They're like they're tight holes. These, these two little fucking slits for eyes. Eyelids or something. It, it's tiny. It's non-existent almost. But she, I, I can tell she's glaring at me for no fucking reason besides the fact that I just so happen to walk in on a conversation with who knows who. But getting up her financial info. As I mentioned, all the digits off a credit card or whatever card she was giving up. And she's looking at me like I'm an asshole. I'm eavesdropping purposely. You know, I'm the scumbag. I'm trying to potentially steal her info. Why am I even there in the first place? Like, cunt. Like, you stupid cunt. I'm there to get an elevator, which is the purpose of standing in the lobby and hoping he comes in time so I don't have to look at you looking at me like I'm the one with two heads here. I'm minding my business. Escalating tensions. What's wrong with me standing there and waiting for an elevator? I don't get this company. I don't get these people the company sometimes. And I don't get people a lot of times, too. Where is the elevator etiquette? Uh, door closed button jammers. You got the fucking malingerers in the fucking elevator lobby doing nothing but shit they probably shouldn't be doing at work in the first place. So if she's acting all shifty and acting all cunty towards me, which I'm doing nothing but going down to get a drink, come right back up to get back to work. But meanwhile, she's been fucking wearing holes into the fucking carpet in the lobby. She's walking back and forth so fucking much like an idiot. What do you want me to do about it? This one didn't get me so angry, but it was just the fact that it was rude. What's the word? Condescending? Condescending, excuse me. 
like trying to belittle me because she's in the pharmacy department or whatever. You're fucking it's not like you're the one you're the one in the pharmacy writing out prescriptions for anybody to fucking take this uh, abilify or whatever your your fucking stinky pussy pills or whatever. Come on. Relax. Fuck's your problem. I don't understand this shit no more. It's like Damned if you do need to take the elevator, and damned if you don't need to be in the lobby to actually get to an elevator. I don't know. That happened today, on the course of one day. Oh, and on top of that, too, listen, I want to give a shout-out to Burger King. I went there for lunch today, and if it wasn't impossible enough, they just so happened to have this impossible burger they called. The slogan goes, 100% Whopper, 0% Beef. Which I had to scratch my head at at first, but then I looked it up on on the Google, and then it made sense. It's a chemically composed, uh, synchronized meat substitute of some sorts to make it taste just like a Whopper, without it having any sort of meat that a Whopper would normally have. Which I was curious if I ate it on a daily basis. At some point down the line, I might live to regret it. As far as my chemical composure changing. Due to fucking a tainted burger or a man made God playing man and making some new meat burger doing that kind of damage and carcinogens and all that shit. Point is, I tried it out today out of curiosity. Long story short on that one, it gave me the itis. So in my book, it counts as a fucking whopper, be it if it's made off of pea protein, as I think I read, or some other plants or substitution of meats, lack for thereof to make this thing happen in the first place, it tastes just like a Whopper. It has a little bit of a weird taste, but still, either way, it's it's a Whopper. It counts. We'll leave it at that. But, okay, that wasn't that bad. And then, bad thing is I go back to work with the itis because I had this deal where they have one and the other. You have to do the comparison test. It tastes just fucking the same. So it wasted my time too. I don't care about the money, just wasting my time. Because if one is meant to be the other without the meat, they taste exactly the same. How do I know I wasn't just duped or gypped into thinking, oh, I'm eating a, a healthy version here and a regular version here, but it kind of cancels out because I, I went healthier with the one that's the substitute, the imposter. I don't know anymore. I don't know about that. I don't know where elevator etiquette's going nowadays, if it exists, if I'm the crazy one, if I'm out of my mind, perhaps. I don't know anymore. Then there's the fact that, you know, uh, Porn of Miami 2, Rick Ross, he drops that. Maybach Music 6 goes dot, dot, dot instead of featuring the names of who's actually on it. It keeps the Wayne verse. There's no Pusher verse. Pusher, in my opinion, at least because I'm a Pusher fan, you know, bodied Wayne. Did his thing as per usual with killing the verse. But I was, I want to say pleasantly. Okay, you know what? I'll admit it. I was pleasantly surprised with the Wayne verse. He ripped it. And this is for me, not, and still not a Wayne fan like that. If anything, I thought in my honest opinion, Lil Wayne, Wheezy, whatever, Wheezy F Baby, was always super overrated. Giving too much cred over some really basic-ass bars and some really underthought but over-adulated fucking uh, wordplay or metaphors, better yet said. 
real G's moving silence like lasagna or however the line goes or bust your ass like lobster tails or some other shit too. I, I never a fan of Wayne like that, but I will say the Maybach Music 6 verse he dropped was okay. I was like, he ripped that. He, he got that. Mad about pushing not being there, but you can't always get what you want in this world. Overall, the album is okay. I, I have to give it another listen again. I kind of rushed right into it, you know, expecting good. But I was like, let me go back to it again before I actually, like, give a concrete, solidified opinion on the album, which everybody's heard by now, but still, you know, I'm excited like that. But, hey, listen, something spectacular. Who this? Escalating tensions. Help me out here. Do you know some sort of techniques or methods I can use to my advantage to calm down? If you do, send them my way. At who this is on Instagram. Your show page at some spick show on the SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com backslash something spectacular. On the Twitter. Also some spick show for the show. And at who this on Twitter. Again, I don't do Facebook. That's like old people Tinder at this point. I, I, I kind of don't trust it no more. And there's people I'd rather not communicate with on there that are just weird and stuff. So don't don't look for me on Facebook. IG, Twitter, SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, Spotify as well, too. Some spick show as well. Something spectacular in full. Don't forget, too, as well, we got the Mighty Healthy Podcast alongside my partner, my cohort, my co-host, Brooklyn meets Queens, vice versa. Ask him as a Trump supporter. Queens still runs all yous, you two included. Big boy, pause, at Jeff DeLee says, Mighty Healthy Podcast. And also coming up real soon, I'm real proud of this one too. Coming up real soon, real talk though. Movies, TV, all that kind of stuff of that sort. We're going to come at you at all sorts of angles with everything we got in our mind concerning all sorts of media. Our opinion, there for you, for the taking, for the liking. Like, subscribe, share, comment. Leave me your review on iTunes, the podcast app. Escalating tensions. How high will they go? Will they spike as high, most likely, as my blood pressure level will one day and end with a stroke? No! I ain't going out like that. And that's not to make light or fun of anybody with blood pressure problems or who might have had close family, friends, whoever, with those kind of issues. I'm just saying, no! I ain't going out like that. You'll never take me alive. If you take me at all, you'll take me already dead! And when I say so, when I drop dead, till further notice, something spectacular. Who this? Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy.